Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Got my PrevNA 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk, get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrands, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Welcome to We Talk Back Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio and the Black Effect Network. We're just two unapologetically black women with an opinion who talk back. What's up, y'all? Thank you for tuning in for a new episode of We Talk Black, a show dedicated to these niggas and these hoes. <laughs> 
Oh, not the niggas and hoes again. We talk black for Black History Month, okay? Ow. Hey, y'all, it's Tan Bam. I love y'all. I feel like I haven't been telling them I love them a couple weeks, but I do love y'all. I want to remind y'all that you are very much loved by me. Love you too, AJ. How's and your weekend? My weekend was about nothing, child. I ain't do shit. And I can't wait to this weekend to not do shit. <laughs> You're not going to watch the Super Bowl? Is that this week? Oh, yeah. I'm definitely going to try to find me a little kickback this weekend. Yeah. yeah I'm going to do that. This weekend. I forgot. I didn't do that. Who's going to the Super I didn't Bowl? Do anything. We haven't been following. I noticed the 49ers. The red team and the blue team. <laughs> Is that really who's going to the Super Bowl? A red team and a blue team? I've, so I've, I know the the 49ers. Are going. I know there's a red one. The Chiefs. The Chiefs right? are going. Well, they're red. The 49ers? What color are they? Are they blue? Red team, right? Okay, then it's red against red. So it's Chiefs and 49ers. It's a blood. It's a blood Super Bowl. <laughs> Hold on. Y'all make sure we know what the fuck we talk about. Y'all can tell we don't watch sports like that. It's the Chiefs. Travis Kelsey. It's Taylor Swift. So I thought he played for the 49ers. I'm wrong? He he played for the Chiefs. Oh. Nah, I know that now. So this is Taylor Swift's uh, first Super Bowl, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I just hate, yeah, so it's two red teams. I just hate uh, how they got her taking over goddamn NFL, man. This is just disgusting. She didn't do it, though. She just supported her dude, and everybody just making it about her. She has literally come in, and they have tried to take over swag surfing and also fades at this point, okay? Well, you saw the swag surf. Ain't no way they taking it over because that shit was very, uh, it wasn't sturdy. <laughs> it wasn't sturdy at all. <laughs> and in the fade, that is the funniest shit to me. It's just... It's how America was founded. It really on stupid is, internet it's, it's news. Scary. That's what the fuck America was founded on. <laughs> on a motherfucker trying to say they started something that they didn't. You Shame. know. I guess we're in stupid internet news. <laughs> Travis Kelsey came out and said, "Like, uh-uh, don't do that to me. I did not invent that shit. <laughs> black people invented that shit. It's Black History Month. I don't want no problems. Stop playing with February the black people." one. They was on some dumb shit, man. February 1. They don't care about us. All the white boys going to get the Travis Kelsey. Bitch, that's a boosty fade. <laughs> He's fine now. I ain't gonna lie. I much gonna lie. He is nice looking. Nice to look at. I don't even see him with Taylor Swift for real. Like, I don't know who she's supposed to be with. He got a little bit too much swag for Taylor Swift. He got swag. That's why I say I don't think he, I don't find him attractive. I just think he's got a lot of swag. Because if you cut that beard off, have you seen him without the he beard? He looks like a he Caucasian like male. The Paul Bunyan <laughs> ass looking white Johnny. The brawny man. That's who he makes Johnny Appleseed for sure. <laughs> Face ass. <laughs> Shame. Uh, let's talk about the Grammys. That's what I did. I watched the Grammys. I enjoyed the Grammys this year. Did you? I didn't watch it. You know I'll be watching TV, Chad. I didn't watch it. I, I really enjoyed it. I had mine. I lit my hookah up. I had me a bottle of champagne, and I just watched the Grammys. I was singing. Fantasia made me so proud. She looks so good. I'm just so happy for me her. too. Yeah, she's, like, getting all the accolades she has always deserved. Uh, who else? Oh, Tracy Chapman. And um, I love that song. I love that remake. Fast yes. 
What's the guy's name? What's the guy's name? I don't know. I listen to that shit every single day. It comes on the radio. I listen to that song. I got a fast car. I love that song. Yeah, that song is... And she looks so amazing. She looked good. She's aging so beautifully. Them dimples are everywhere. The thing is, I never realized that was her song. I didn't realize that. When they was playing with that no. shit on A Living Color, I didn't... <laughs> I didn't realize that was a black woman's song. Yeah, yeah. Well, duh, they had uh, the sister playing her part, playing that uh, character in, in Living Color. Girl, I have no idea what you're You don't remember about. them doing that on Living Color? Playing, doing that song on a Living Color? I don't know if I was able to watch a Living Color yet. What? Your mom ain't let you watch a Living Color? I was a kid. I was little. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm thinking about Def Comedy Jam. Even Def Comedy Jam. Yeah, at least. Like, what? How old are you again? Never mind. So let's keep playing. Yeah, you might have not been <laughs> yeah. born yet. I was little. <laughs> yeah, you're right. To that part. <laughs> and live in color. What's that? So you never seen Martin either? I love that show. I watch all the reruns. <laughs> Shame. So the Grammys, y'all. Let's get into it right quick. So Jay-Z won one of the most prominent awards, I would say, at the Grammys, Grammys maybe. It's named at the Dr. Dre's, the Dr. Dre Global Impact Award. And in, a, in the uh, midst of his acceptance speech, he goes on to call it the Grammys about how his wife ain't never won album of the year. She got 30-sound Grammys, but for whatever reason, she keeps getting snubbed for album of the year. While Taylor Swift, who won this past Sunday, that's her fourth Grammy for album of the year. It led me to go listen to some Taylor Swift music. I had to see what the fuck they be hearing. I hear this shit on the radio. She doesn't have an al- any albums we could just listen straight through either. And I feel like Beyonce has had several albums, especially Lemonade. She should have gotten um, a Grammy for. And she should have called Beyonce on the stage. Like Beyonce did when she won her first Grammy. Remember when Kanye was like, I'm going to let you finish? But Beyonce, well, he didn't lie. Clearly, he didn't lie. He wasn't lying. Now here we are 10 years later. Jay-Z doing the same shit. Taylor Swift should have said, I'm going to finish. But Beyonce, can you come up here? Because I feel like this should have been your, or some shit like that. Yeah, but she. Or you should have gotten this a million years ago. I don't feel that way, though. She probably doesn't feel that way. Because you you know what? Celine Dion gave her the award, and she did not even acknowledge Celine Dion. I was upset with that. Like, girl, how are you going to be standing right next to the queen with that bob wig on, looking like a black girl in that bob wig with them diamonds on? The diamonds, I couldn't even see her. The diamonds was blinding me on the TV screen. And you're not going to acknowledge Celine. Yeah, she got health issues. She came out there for you, girl. So let's talk about stats when it comes to Beyonce and Taylor Swift. So it says American songwriter Taylor Swift has released 10 original studio studio albums. Beyonce has four. Excuse me. Beyonce has seven. To Taylor Swift's ten, um, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift has four re-recorded uh, studio albums, five extended plays, and four live albums. She's sold an estimated 114 million album units worldwide. And in terms of pure sales, ta- uh, tallied at 46.6 million in the United States and seven million in the UK. RIAA, which is the Recording Industry Association of America. Um, her albums have uh, garnered 51 million certified units in the United States. As of February 2024, she is the solo artist with the most weeks 
most most weeks, 69 at number one on U.S. Billboard 200. So that's just a little quick, little brief uh, rundown of Taylor Swift's whatever. Okay, so now here's Beyonce's. Well, but here's the thing. Taylor Swift, her tour outsold Beyonce's tour by double. Did it? Are you sure? Yeah, I Googled it last night. Yeah, yeah. it did. I know. She's just very... She's practicing witchcraft. Y'all ain't seen that shit. I seen those damn clips. She was literally in black hoods on stage. <laughs> Listen. She got it. They they literally they, created a thing called post-concert amnesia because concert goers don't even remember attending the Taylor Swift concert. They created a syndrome Four people after Taylor Swift concert. They don't even remember going. They don't ever, They don't even remember what happened at the concert. They were there, but they don't remember what happened. She fucking putting people under hypnosis. I'm convinced. <laughs> it's a real thing. So what else happened? Killer Mike got arrested at the Grammys after winning three Grammys. I like he's a elder in the hip hop. Not an elder. He won three Grammys. He is. He's, uh, you know, he's not 22. You can't call that man an elder. But fuck. <laughs> in in hip hop. I don't know if you. You don't think so? How old is Killer Mike? He should be like, what, 45, 46 years old? That's not an elder? He like 48, I think. So we call it, okay. You really having fun today, bitch. Well, I'm not calling him <laughs> an elder for the earth. I'm not calling him an elder for the earth. I'm calling elder it in hip hop music. <laughs> Maybe. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, people were saying like, oh, you're too old, you're this, you're that. And he's proven that that is not the case, you know. So that's all I was alluding okay. to. Okay. I was surprised. I, I hadn't listened to any Killer Mike album. I didn't realize he even had an album come out. And I, I mean, I really hadn't listened to that much new music last year for real. Unless, you know, low singles and shit like that. I haven't really popped in anybody's album. Um, so I just was kind of under a rock last year with music wise i didn't realize he had an album that even came out did you listen yeah what you was listening to i don't know Jack. i don't even know shit uh reverend i yeah i listened to, uh, <laughs> i um i listened because of the scientist and engineer single that henry hondrady got the awards for. you heard that though right no that's the thing i hadn't heard Damn. it i hadn't and maybe i've heard it and this just don't remember i don't know i gotta listen to it again but into world news Y'all done. The nigga got arrested for what though? Oh, we going back to that? Yeah. Okay. I still don't he got arrested because he had a altercation with one of the security guards at the Grammys. And I think it was just like a very overzealous security guard that just wanted to prove a point that you can't play with him. He top flight. So they came and got him up out of there. Uh. Over something stupid. It really was. I was trying to act like he ain't know who Killer Mike is. Nigga, I just won three Grammys. You don't know who I am? I bet you was a black guy. Right. Oh, yeah, probably. You know, they take their security jobs. Um, Ex-football player. When when them ex-football players become security guards, they be disgruntled. (laughs) In light of the Grammys, and like I said, I was talking about Taylor Swift's uh, discography. Is it discography? Discography. (laughs) Beyonce. Okay, so American singer Beyonce has released seven studio albums, five live albums, three compilation albums, five EPs, one soundtrack album, and two karaoke albums. I don't know what the fuck 
a karaoke album is, but I want to do one. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> so to date, to date, Beyonce has sold over 200 million records worldwide as a solo artist, making her one of the best-selling music artists of all time. Their Billboard ranked her as the 37th greatest artist of all time. I don't know where Taylor Swift ranks amongst all the greats that we've had because giving her these four Grammys, that means she's... We're not talking about Taylor Swift. We talk about Beyonce in this moment. That means she's better than... I'm just doing a comparison still. That means she's better than Michael Jackson at this point? Anyway, um, so the Recording Industry Association, Association of America recognized her as the top certified certified artists it's still Beyonce okay of the 2000s decade uh according to RIAA Beyonce has sold 30.5 million albums in the United States and as of November 2023 the RIAA lists her total certified sales as a solo artist including features as over 174 million in the United States so Beyonce is going to be our baddie Beyonce should have got the goddamn Grammy. Okay. Beyonce, we salute you. You are our baddie who tossed back for this week, girl. We love you. And I'm going to put Taylor Swift ass in a freezer. They are not winning the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> okay, but in world news. All right, y'all, come close to how you're listening to the device. However you listening to this. Y'all, Drake dick was leaked. Drake's dick was leaked. Drake. I was so upset. Dick is leaking. <laughs> Don't do that. I can lie. I much can lie. That was a nice looking penis, Drake. Nice looking penis. It was nice and long. It wasn't extremely girthy, but it wasn't all the way, you know, full. It was a half tub, so it might, you know, expand a little. <laughs> I feel like he put that shit out. I just don't see Drake fucking with somebody at this point where they would do something like that. Like, where you got to have a little bit more discernment than to be fucking with a bitch and they put your dick on the internet like that. Yeah, I, I hate that for him, us. I hate that for us because everybody just see my man. My sister go message me like, hey, you got the Drake video? I was like, yes. She's like, can you send it to me? I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> She was like, why? I was like, I'm not sending you my man's dick. Like, that's weird for you to even ask me for that. And she was like, bitch, just send it. I was like, okay. Bitch, that's not your man. <laughs> that's not your man. My, <laughs> my man, my man, my man. Like, all it dudes on, on Twitter, on X, excuse me, is talking about uh, Drake got all the hoes, money, and an XX glizzy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just too much winning for him. It's disgusting, it's man. Yeah. I like <laughs> cock shots though. Like I wanna know who the fuck got that cock shot. Who you sent that dick to? That Drake? dick look all manicured, right? That dick look like it just been through like a, a manicure session, like it was all nicely. Hey, you see how he, he was wax. having that hairy asshole too with the blanket right there. <laughs> like, did y'all see uh, our producer Taylor? She posts her little picture and at Drake on Instagram or her Instagram story. Yeah, I was real mad at her for that this I'm morning, like, but I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna let her have that. She got her little picture and I'm she. Like, but I was like, no, because you got Tyler Lepley or whatever his name is. You already got pictures with that nigga, and now here you come popping out with my. You know that's my nigga. You posted him like. Look, that. Drake had his arm around <laughs> Taylor neck. I now I have felt. I'm like, wait. Why he got his hand right your na- your neck like that? 
Like he, he was like, yeah, he was choking her a little bit. I kind of turned on a little bit. I don't know, but I'm like, why? <laughs> why Drake got his hand on your neck like that, Taylor Tyler? But he know what's up. You better get Taylor, girl. She better take your man. I would hate to choke slam Taylor ass <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> oh, I hate to do that to her. Bitch, that's not your <laughs> nigga, okay? My man. Y'all, if it ever happened between me and Drake, just know that I manifested it here with you listeners believing in it right here on this show. I mean, from day one, from episode one. You right? really want Drake. What? I do. That is not even your type. It, he's not my type, but I, I, I'm a huge fan and I love him so much. So Y'all, we was at Drake concert and this bitch ain't no Nad Drake song. <laughs> That's a lie. I knew all, all, all the, the bitches, songs. All the real fans were singing the hell out of that nigga song. We like, no, that was Twenty One Savage said. I didn't know. That's what no, it was. Dude. You is really hating on my love life right now, <laughs> and I just don't appreciate it. Between you and Taylor today, is just die. Taylor day. one step closer than you, bitch. You better get. She is, but that's okay because I'm going to see Drake again. In two weeks. Where he going to be at? I'm going to my shot at him. He back on tour with J. Cole. Interesting. He going to be in Ohio. I hear that, Drake. You going to throw your bra on stage? <laughs> Tam Bam coming. I ain't going to have one more. So. <laughs> oh, Tam Bam coming to see you, baby. All right. What are we? Do we have anything else for stupid internet? I think that's it, man. It's a whole lot of, lot of gang shit going on uh, this week, but Drake just ruined the internet for the day, I think. I haven't really been back on to see what the fuck people talk about about that dick, but yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 My mama called me this morning, and she was listening to the episode with the um uh, Jody, you know, teaching us how to, you know, <laughs> <laughs> suck dick and my mom was like you know what Why was she teaching us to suck dick well she she didn't teach us <laughs> but she said she could like she has oh like, yeah the, the choreo close choreography class for sucking dick okay yeah yeah, yeah. And my mom said uh good morning baby can i just say something i said yes ma'am she was like every time i think hey, we can't get to a new level of what the fuck you and AJ take it, baby. <laughs> Y'all will take it to a new level of what the fuck? It's not really Every us time. taking it to a new level. It's the guest. <laughs> That's what I said. Well, she said, well, you brought him on there, didn't you? I was like, yes, I did. <laughs> we just be doing, like, shit for research purposes, okay? It's just a little high. We have hypotheses. Education. Yeah. Education. Education. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. Speaking of education, all right, so... I was really like, in my feelings, this is the ninth year in a row that I have not had a Valentine. <laughs> and I was like, just, you know, I'm still hopeful and I still like what love and I'm still like a hopeless romantic regardless. Uh, if you want to see something good, watch The Vow. If you want to be all in the fields, that's a good movie on Netflix right now, The Vow. But um, I was scrolling and I was seeing like this post. I can't remember whose page it was on, but it was like, tag the happiest wife, you know. So I went in there and I started reading the uh, women who were tagged. But the ones that I I was most impressed with with, were the wives who tagged themselves. So I messaged those wives and I asked them to come on this show and talk about why you're the happiest wife. 
because I want us to be hopeful. I want us to find love and I want us to grow. So we'll be right back with our first guest who's going to talk about why she's the happiest wife. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my PrevNA 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk, get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Okay, guys, we're back. And y'all know I'm a hopeless romantic, so I was scrolling and I just saw this beautiful post about the happiest wife. So I got to digging through the comments just seeing who they were shouting out to be the happiest wife. And then I was more impressed with the women 
people were saying that they were the happiest wife themselves because, you know, outside people right. can think you're the happiest wife and you may not be. But these women were saying, no, baby, look at me because I am the happiest wife. And I came across this one profile for our guest, Jennifer Allen. Thank Hello. you for joining us. Thanks for having me. And she is the CEO of Just a Loaf LLC in Dallas, Texas, where she creates curates micro weddings all over Dallas. Thank you for joining us, girl. Thanks yeah. for having me. Tell us what makes you that like what made you decide to say type right there. I am the happiest wife. Don't play with me. Don't play with it. Because let me tell you something. My husband is he is top tier. He has been intentional about being a husband, not just wanting a wife since I met him. And we have been married for 13 years mm -hmm. And we have three three sons, um, 11, 9, and 2. And every day that we've been together, I've never had to question whether or not I am enough for him, whether he loves me, whether I am secure within our relationship. And that's not to say that we don't have issues or petty arguments or, or that sort of thing, but it's this security that comes with no matter what he can be upset with me. If he he's, if he leaves out the house, he going to bring me something back. If he goes to go do something, he going to, I'll be back. I'm about to go do whatever. It's no storm out of the house. It's all this security of no matter what, you are the most important thing to me, even though you're getting on my last nerve at this moment. And I'm sure I work his nerve, but I don't care. <laughs> How how long did y'all date before you got married? Um, so we met in January 2009, and we got married in July 2010. So you knew that quickly. Yes. So on our, so I met my husband on MySpace. Okay. Um. So let's MySpace start there. <laughs> so I and what's so random is I had not been on MySpace in years, right? Like so long. Facebook was was popping then. Hadn't been on um, in so long. And my best friend was like, girl, I logged into my MySpace page the, the other day. And I'm like, let me get on here and see. And I don't know how, whether he has sent me a message. So much time has passed since, since then. But I don't know how we end up connecting. We exchange. We end up exchanging phone numbers like that same day. Mm -hmm. Talked on the phone all day on a, it was a Saturday. We talked on the phone all day long. And then he was like, man, I wish I could see you, but I got to go to work tomorrow. He's 19 years old, right? So kids. Mm -hmm. And so um, I'm like, oh, don't, don't stop your bag behind me. Like go, you know, go take care of your business. So the next day he calls me and he's like, um, what you doing today? And I'm like, nothing. What you doing? I thought you had to go to work. He's like, <laughs> I'm sick. I'm like, oh, hell no. I'm like, yo, you got this poor work ethic. <laughs> if you finna take off from your job from some chick you done met on the internet, you finna not go to work behind somebody you don't even know. And we end up going to the uh, to Razoo's and going to the movies. And he went with me to Walmart so I can like get my little groceries for the week. And uh, we had a really good, like just a really good time. So that was a Sunday, that Wednesday, he came over my house and he was like, wow. we are going to get married. And I'm like, boy, you are just trying to get you some. 
and you don't have to say all that because I'm finna give it to you. So, <laughs> so you don't gotta gas me up. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I don't need this is happening right. because I want it to happen. This has nothing to do with you telling me that we gonna get married. And he was like, No, like we're we're gonna get married. I'm like, All right, whatever. So literally, we became inseparable from that moment on. And I had just got out of a relationship a couple months prior and I was really on some like, I'm setting boundaries with people and whoever don't get it, don't get it. So he would come stay the night at my house and I told him, I said, hey, if you stay here seven <laughs> times throughout the month, you're going to have to pay my light bill because you over here using electricity, the microwave, like you, you just, oh, cause he lived with his mom. And so He's, he was in the military waiting orders. And so I'm like, if you, my light bill was like $60. They weren't even like it was going crazy. And so he was there. The end of the month came. I'm like, I need my $63.54. Like, where, where's, my, where's my money at? And he, and he paid it. And like, I didn't have cable. And he would come over there and he was like, you don't have cable. You just watching DVDs. Right. That's when Redbox was was big. He's like, you just watching DVDs all the time. I'm like, I have to choose between being able to consistently keep my nails <laughs> right. done or having cable. <laughs> and I'm choosing my nails. And so I said, if you want me to have cable, then you get the cable. I don't. I don't need no cable. And so he got the cable. And so when I would leave to go to work, I would make him leave, get up too, like. You got you got to go to work, so you head back to where you going because you're just not going to be laying up in my house. And so it started to go to where I would we would leave at the same time. Then it would be when he would leave, he would bring my key to my job, and then that turned into him saying, "Well, can I just have a key?" And so I was like, "Well, you know, you've never had an apartment before, so let me explain <laughs> to you how it works." When you go into the leasing office and you sign on the paper and say you're going to pay the full month's rent, they give you a key. I said, so I don't need a roommate. So if you want a key, then you need to pay a f you need to pay the rent. And so I said, but you don't make enough money to pay the rent and be my boyfriend. <laughs> like <laughs> to take me somewhere. And, so I'm so I am I'm I'm three years older than okay. than, than than my husband. Mm -hmm. And so like I said, I had just dated somebody who was trash on top of trash. And I just knew what I did not want to continue right. to deal with. And so he was like, okay. So like the next month he had got a new job and he came in there and slapped the money order on the table and was like and give me my key. I'm like, boy, you can have my key. I'm not going to this to get in the door. I'm not going to the door to get in there. I don't care. I see if I can come over. Because, like, because I don't care. You got it. So we 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 kept dating. He we he he moved in. We were getting serious, and then. In October of that year, so we met in January. So by the time I, October came, um, we were we were. I mean, it was it was serious. It was you know, we were locked in. And I told him, I said, "Well, my my lease is up, and I'm gonna move to another apartment inside of my complex." 
And I said, you cannot come with me. And he was like, what do you mean? I said, you've never experienced living by yourself before. And I know that you do a great job of taking care of things in the house with me to, together. But I need to know that you could take care of yourself by yourself. I said, because if you're going to be my husband, you're going to be these things. I don't want you to feel like you missed out on living alone. I don't want you to feel like, you know, I need to see that you can remember to pay your bills because they your bills to pay, not me bringing them up, you know, and that sort of thing. How old were you in that too? Because that's very uh, mature. So, that's very mature. I was 23. That's very mature. So when, when, when we met, he was 19, I was 22, and then he turned 20 in March. Mm-hmm. And then I turned 23 in June. And so I was like, you know, I just, I just don't, I just need to to know, baby, that man told me if you move out this apartment and I don't go with you, we are done. And I said, well, I guess we done. And I told my mama and she was like, Jennifer, okay. And I said, what? She's like, nothing. And so I, we, we, we just kind of left it alone. He ended up getting his own uh, apartment. I moved into my apartment. And he stopped talking to me. We broke up. We were done. His mama tried to hook him up with the late with the girl across the street. They went to IKEA. Yeah, they went to IKEA and everything. I said, Oh, I know you ain't out here picking out pillows with a bitch. Like they went to IKEA. My feelings is crushed. I said, What? Are you serious right now? And I was talking to my mom about it, and she said, you know. I really need for you to understand that Tavares is a good man because he's a good man. It has nothing to do with you. So he's going to be a good man to whoever he's with, not just you. So if you want to keep this going and be on your high horse and I'm putting my foot down and I'm setting boundaries, she's like, you are going to miss out. And she's like, so you do with that what you want to do with it. I'm not telling you who you're supposed to be with, but you do what you you want to do with it. And um, I ended up needing to go get my tooth pulled. And I'm like, I need, I, I'm like, can you please take me to the dentist? I can't drive myself back back, back home. And he, he was like, yeah, that, that's, that's fine. So he took me to the dentist. And when it was over, it was like a traumatic experience. And then he was like, well, you just come back to my apartment. And I end up being in his house for like three weeks. And um, we were back together. And that was in April of 2020, April of 2010. Mm-hmm. And then in May, he found out that he was going to be leaving for deployment. Um, and so we kind of had this conversation like, hey, I know we just got back together. Like, this doesn't have to be a thing. Like, we can, you know, call this off. And he was like, no, like, this is this is where I want to be. I'm like, good, because me too. Because I'm, I'm, I'm good. Bed. I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't want to go nowhere. And um, we decided before he left for deployment in, um, he, 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 went, he went to San Diego for trainings in Navy. Went to San Diego for a training. He came back in July and he proposed. And um, he proposed on a Thursday and we got mm. married that next Tuesday. Mm. And so uh, we went to City Hall and got married. 
and uh, we've been married for 13 years. And I, it has been, when you get married young, it's difficult because you are growing up in front of somebody else. Mm -hmm. I'm and cry all about of it. your, um, <laughs> I swear I was looking for the same <laughs> All of your flaws are on display. And all of your wants and needs and desires, they're constantly changing and shifting. And you're doing this with somebody else. And then you become parents. And so now you're not only trying to figure out, you know, how to be a husband and a wife, but now a mother and a father. But I'm still trying to figure out how to be Jennifer. I'm still trying to figure out, you know, what I'm doing with, with myself. And it has been the best journey now, when I look back on it, because all the things that are good about my accomplishments, people say, oh, you're so awesome. Oh, you've been on Netflix, Love is Blind. Oh, you married to Brad and Judy. Oh, you did this. Oh, you did that. And I'm like, I would not have been able to do any of these things had I not had my husband, number one, hyping me up so tough to say, you deserve all of that. Go do it. You should do it. And him being here to be a great dad to his kids. Because who can watch these kids while I'm jet-setting, you know? About. <laughs> right, I'm out here frolicking around uh, around town. Oh, Jennifer, we thought he was in Chicago at a speaking event. Yeah, and I got three children, you know? And so my husband is an amazing dad. You know, I often tell him that he's truly the dad that I wish that I had growing up. Hmm. And to see him with our sons, it 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 gives it almost makes me jealous some sometimes because it's like, man, I wish I had that. Like, I I wish I could have experienced what it was like to to have a dad who was so intentional and so in, involved in everything that I that I did. My dad really didn't come around until I became me now you know when it's cute to say oh look what my daughter like what's she my daughter can. you know look what she's doing right right and so it's like yes um in spite of you know so um my husband is just I will shout from the rooftops to anybody you know that I'm the happiest wife not because we have this fairy tale love but it is the securest thing I've ever experienced in my life um, to, to have somebody who you don't have to question whether or not your best intentions are their main intentions and to know that Period. it's not going to get out. Like if it come down to it, if it come down to it, he raised all them hands behind his woman. And so the fact, the fact that I know that also gives me the security to know that you know it is what it is and I I just look forward to what we can keep building and and having and sometimes I just be like oh my god I live in a house full of dudes I'm the only girls because we have three three Boy. three boys and I live in a house full of clingy touchy every five seconds somebody gotta be in my space and and then you, I, you look around and everybody in the house has been inside your body. Everybody. Yeah, listen, in or out, you know? And so I'm like, Jesus, give me a break. 
give me a break. And, you know, my my mom, I'll, I'll say little things to her like, oh, girl, this is She like, Jennifer, it is worse problems to have. Let, let me tell you, if your biggest complaint with Tavares right now is that every time he go to the store, he got to call you 20 times to say the same thing. That if that's your only problem, you win. Then, then take it. <laughs> Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
come online, it's always this thing about women being submissive and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. How do you and your spouse like navigate decision making in your relationship? So each one of us is good at different things. And we have always allowed whoever has the strength to make the to make the decision. So my husband is really good with keeping up things, keeping up with things like making everybody's doctor's appointments and dentist appointments and figuring out where um, we should go and do and certain certain things but his strong suit is not remembering when somebody has a project due at school or when the parent teacher conference is or when the follow-up or the kids we're volunteering for the valentine party where they need back that's that's not his strong point so what whatever you're good at that's what you take the point on because we we look at it like these kids don't care who do what the the light company don't care who mm-hmm. pay the who pay it as long as it's as long as it's paid. Money has been one of those things in our relationship that's never been an issue because when we didn't have it, we figured it out, and now that we do have it, it's the same. It's we need we pay what needs to be paid, and we keep it pushing from there. Um, I think the whole debate on you know I'm not going fifty fifty with no man on no bills we have a joint account. So all the money going into the account and we, and I'm paying the bills. He's paying the bills. I mean, it, you I don't, you ain't got no little account on the side, you know, hey. oh, I have a big account on, on the side. Okay. And, and, and he knows that. And so, you know, I work a full-time job and I run my business full-time. Mm-hmm. And so my husband, is a data analyst Mm -hmm. so he he makes more than i than than i do so the way that we come the way that we do our funds is that all the money goes into one account from our job so all the money goes into one account we pay all all of the bills whatever is left over half goes into savings and then we split the other half for you to be able to do whatever it is that you want to do with i manage my business money on my own um and it's not that it's it's mine it's just that my husband knows if he sees it he gonna be like well we could do or what if we did and I'm and so we once we recognize that that was a thing he's like I don't even want to have access to it because then when something happens and he's like man we we gotta spend four thousand dollars on xyz I'm like all right bet I got it because I'm the saver. And since we know that's our strong, who strong point is what, then I handle the money. Mm-hmm. If I wasn't the saver and I, yeah. and he was, mm-hmm. then he would handle it. And I wouldn't look at it like he's giving me an allowance. No, we have to keep living beyond our immediate needs. Mm-hmm. And so, because we recognize that it's whoever has, whoever strongest at whatever it is, that's who does what. I hate washing clothes. I don't want to touch nobody's dirty ass drawers. I, boys. Socks. Ooh, I, I can don't imagine. Wanna, I don't want to <laughs> turn your sock. And, and they take their socks off, but everything is inside out. Like, I don't get, and my husband, I have to, like, don't wash the clothes inside out. Like, he will just put it in there. But at this point, I, I'm like, whatever. 
I don't like washing clothes and he doesn't like folding clothes. So instead of it being this power struggle of who needs to do what, he washes the clothes, I fold the clothes up. Everybody put their stuff up. Mm -hmm. Instead of it being this, well, you the woman, you need to do, we don't have gender roles. Of course, you know, it's certain things that people gravitate towards. He makes sure the car has gas and spe like stuff dealing. That's not my strong point. He makes sure the lawn, the the, the lawn men come. But <laughs> listen, listen, he be ready too. He is so funny. I'm like, boy, you I ain't never seen you fight nobody in your life. But the fact that you be so ready, <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. I believe it with my whole heart. I believe it. I bet you would. I bet, and 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 that's all I need. Cause I ain't never gonna let you fight nobody. Mm -hmm. But I just, I just didn't know that you will when the time comes. Yeah. If the time comes. You got that dog in you yeah. to go on here and come <laughs> through, I can appreciate that. <laughs> Girl, listen, I had a million questions, yeah, but you answer all of them. <laughs> you answer every last one of them. Now I was about to ask because then another thing, like, how do you guys handle disagreements? Just different things that come up in a marriage. That people who haven't been married, yeah. they think they're going to do something one way. You know, I can get some advice from you because you've been married for 13 years now. So how do you guys handle yeah. disagreements in a marriage? So my husband is a, he wants to talk about it right now type of person. And I I am not. I need a, I need a minute. And so we had to learn that it's okay that I need a minute, but I have to also be respectful of the fact that I can't let that drag out for for the day and so it's like we set these boundaries of you get an hour to cool down because he it's burning him up to not be able to talk about it right right then and there and I'm I'm more You're coming down and he going up yeah right and so for it's a lot of things that may happen that he'll he'll, he'll say you are too nonchalant about things and it's not, and I have to remind him, it's not that I'm nonchalant about it. It's not that I don't care. It's just that I know that in 20 minutes, none of this is about to be relevant. So because I know it's not going to be relevant, I'm not going to let myself get that worked up because right. why? And the stuff that we going back and forth about isn't like, oh, who is this woman or who is this and that? It's like, why you didn't put a trash bag inside the trash can? Or I thought you said that you was going to take this out or, you know, just little things. But our biggest thing has always been to keep it respectful. There is no name calling and you this and that and degrading and being de being demeaning to the other person to get your point across. And we often have this like little thing like, if you got mad at your boss, you wouldn't go to them and cuss them out and talk to them all kind of crazy or your coworker because you would fear that you would lose your livelihood. But people will talk to their spouses like trash. And it's like, how can you give a stranger more respect than you right. give your significant other? And and we adopted that model a long time ago. Nice. It's like, talk to me, talk to me like nice. your coworker. Mm -hmm. Talk to me nice or don't talk to me mm -hmm. at all. Right. And sometimes like if, if it's like a, a heated thing, especially cause, because we, we have kids, we'll text <laughs> like, <laughs> cause you thought she was about to, uh, uh, or so, because we don't ever want to create this environment for them, you know, where they live in with they, 
parents going back and forth and that sort of thing. I I never want to give my children a childhood that they have to recover from. Mm. Like, be fun, loving black boys who just, your kids are either going to want a marriage just like yours or nothing like yours. Right. They, those, those those are the only two options. They're going to be like, I ain't never seen my mama and daddy fight. Meanwhile, y'all texting yeah. like, yeah, nigga. Ooh, <laughs> baby, your bald-headed mama. Like, I'm on, I'm on y'all ass. I'm on, I'm on your mama's ass. They text and save relationships sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Because verbally, you fuck around and say something real nasty to your partner. Yes, yes. It's a little bit yes. different. And, and it, you don't mean it. Yeah, and you don't mean it. Because my text, because your texts are autocorrect. When you trying to cuss and it's like duck, it's like I wasn't trying to say duck. Like that ain't what I was trying to say. But it 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 definitely helps to going back to the security piece of, of of things. I don't let too much get to me because I'm like, dude, you. I know this is not gonna be a big deal, and because I know it's not gonna be a big deal, I'm not even gonna get ready to get all that work work worked up. Our biggest argument always across the board is, and I wouldn't even call it an argument, but the biggest thing to go back and forth is my husband thinks that we're supposed to have sex like 45,000 times a day. <laughs> and he thinks that other people, he's like, I'm I'm sure we the only married people that's having sex like four times a week. That's, good. that's, that's not, good I'm like, that's good. I'm like, I'm like, do you not know what? No, I'm like, Bro, we have, like, we literally, like clockwork, are going to have sex at least every other day. Like, at least every other day, that is going to be a thing. And he, he'll he say stuff like, people, people, I'm, I'm, I'm sure folks out here married, they doing, hey, you need to, I'm like. No, that is four times a week for, is a healthy for sex For two life. people who've been married for 13 years and three kids, that is a lot of sex. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Three kids. Two, uh, three kids, a uh, business, a right. uh, this, a uh, that, all of these things, a dog, all this stuff. <laughs> I'm on, I'm on the PTA board. I'm on, you know, I'll, I'm room mom. All these things. I'm like, it is. This is healthy, and I, and it's not that we argue about it, but it's like if it's anything that's gonna cause some type of friction, asking <laughs> for it is. Him looking at me, and I'm looking like what? I'm. I bend over to tie my shoe up, and he's like, "Oh, you trying to be you? You, you trying to be freaky?" I'm trying not to fall. I'm trying not to trip. Like I'm putting on low. You gonna fall like on this that. dick? You bend over like right. that. Basically, basically, you know. And and he's like, "I'm like, I'm putting on low." He's like, "Oh, so you trying to get oiled up for me?" <laughs> I'm trying to preserve my skin. Like I, I don't. <laughs> I'm trying to moisturize myself. Um, but okay, and we both work from home, so he he just feels like it just needs to be this free for all, all the time. So that is probably what we. But something that I do to I will I make it a point to like randomly on it could just be a random Tuesday, ten o'clock. I'm like, boom, I'm going in here. I'm finna, I'm, 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 I'm in here before I even go in there. I'm, <laughs> I'm finna go in there and show out real quick on the Tuesdays. It's going up on a Tuesday for real. I'm like, come on. 
and then I catch you off guard, you know what I'm saying? And, and you you out here thinking you missed a big shot for the rest of the day. But in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, I got the rest of the night to do, do what I need to do without 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 you sitting on the couch like so what to do? What you talking about? Girl, you yeah. funny as hell. What time you going to bed? That's a good problem to have, though. Actually. Yeah, that's a good problem to have. So I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> Do you have any advice for women who are in marriages and they don't seem very happy or any advice for women who are looking for love or any advice? What do you have? If you are in a marriage and you are unhappy, first of all, figure out why you're unhappy. Are you are, are you unhappy because you are comparing your life to somebody else's? Are you unhappy because you want this social media love um, and you're not getting that? I, I see that with a lot of people. Your husband may not be the Instagram husband. And that's okay. It doesn't mean he loves you any less. And so it's the, comparison is the thief of joy. And I think that that really hurts people. My husband is not going, if you go to his Instagram, it's probably like 30 pictures. I'm sure 17 of them is of me. The other ones are the kids. He don't, it ain't, it ain't nothing all on there. He's not a I'm a post you type of dude. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that because in real life, like you, you, you double tapping me in real life. So, you know, mm-hmm. I, it, it, it's okay. But I think that a lot of times in this day and age with social media, I'm finding that people are unhappy in their relationships because it's not living up to this. 60 second reel that's being put up with your husband showing up with flowers and doing this and doing and, and, and doing that. But the things that he is doing for you, you know, could be taking the place of all of that. It's just not aesthetically pleasing. Mm-hmm. And so I think that focusing on the good in your own relationship is great. Now, if he whooping your ass, you need you to get divorced right now. If he, I, I ain't, I ain't here for yeah, if he out here knocking you upside your head and sleeping with everybody under the sun and doing all, go ahead and move and move on, sis. Like, go ahead. But if, but to people that are dating, that are wanting to be in a relationship and want to be with somebody, my biggest piece of advice is that list that you have of he needs to be this tall, make this much money, have all these all these things that it at any point could change, right? So he has to be this tall. What if what if he was that tall and he got in a car accident and now he in a wheelchair? Now now he's not that tall. What if he had this um amazing job and then he lost it? Those are not character traits. Mm-hmm. Those are not things that will sustain you in a marriage. And I think that having people often say like I want a good man. I want a good woman. Well, what right. does that actually mean for you? Right. What that means for you and what and what that means for me is two totally di- different things. So I think being able to write down like character and and look at what you write. If you say I want a good I, I want a good man and then you immediately go into he got to make six figures, be 6 foot 5, light skinned uh drive this and that those are gotta not... gotta have a dick like drake drake right, right. girl i said uh 
So y'all just really on here looking at Drake dick. And is. And I was. And I was. And I said, oh my God, this is a video. Hold on. Uh, this was a picture. I, I said, that shit, is... just in case they take it down, bitch. Drake, I always too. got your dick, baby. <laughs> yes, you did. And that, you know, that is something that I do love about my marriage is like, he wasn't insecure by that uh, insecure or offended that I, I mean, it's something that's floating around on, on social media. If somebody said, I seen Beyonce's titties, I'm going to look, I'm <laughs> just like, I'm, it's, it's curiosity. Yeah. You know? And so I just, yeah, Drake's, Drake's dick definitely has been <laughs> the donkey of the day for real. Like, <laughs> literally 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 donkey of the day (laughs) well let me tell you something mrs jennifer allen this was such a great interview you were a great guest i want you to plug all your things plug your uh micro wedding venue and all those things please yeah so i am the owner of jesty lope I'm a micro wedding planning expert based here in the Dallas, Texas area. I'm on social media at Jesse Lope LLC. I have a podcast called the Wedding to Wife Podcast, where we talk about all things from wedding planning to wife life, um, because it is more than just getting that ring. And we also want to educate brides on what it takes to actually pull off these Pinterest worthy weddings. We talk about bridesmaids, disaster stories. And people that have called off weddings, called off in engagements and season two launches next month. And I'm super, super excited about that. But yeah, so that's the Wedding to Wife podcast. And my personal social media is I. Thank you so much. Thank you, girl. I'm going to listen to your podcast too. I am. Thank you. Thank you. I'm I'm getting engaged next year to Drake. So we probably go. Listen. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. I won't even look at him no type of way. Everybody see your man, For everybody. Hey, what is this? everybody. Elba wife, she was like, y'all, she said, look at our man. Ladies and gentlemen, our husband. Husband. Like, I was like, I feel relieved for some reason. Like, now she know. Yeah, yeah. Y'all have no, been great. I appreciate y'all having me on. You too. Thank you so much, Jennifer, for joining We Talk Back. Y'all, if you enjoyed this episode, y'all tune in every Thursday on your iHeartRadio app and wherever the fuck you get your podcast at. This is your co-host, AJ Holiday 2.0 on Instagrams. Kick it, Tam. Y'all, it's official Tam Bear on Instagram. Y'all follow me. And if y'all enjoyed this episode, I really enjoyed this episode. It makes me so hopeful. And I'm just like a hopeless romantic. And I know some of you all are. So if you enjoyed this, come back next week for a part two. We're going to have another happy wife on. Y'all remember, speak now. And never hold your peace or meet like Drake. Have a good day. Stop talking about my husband. Okay? Bye, y'all. We Talk Back Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. Visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Got my PrevNA 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk. 
get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.